It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. For Imar Insurance, get an online quote and instant cover anywhere, anytime. Visit imar.com.au. Patton Heels on 693 SENQ. Queensland made. And a very good morning to you. Welcome wherever you're listening. Thanks for joining us. Mixed morning as you're waking from Wimbledon for Australia, but we have our first semi-finalist since how long, Heels? Uh, 2005. Have you been doing your research this Layton morning? Layton Hewitt. Good I boy. US Open. Exactly right. And through it all... Good morning, Paddy. Good morning, Good mate. morning. Good I'll morning. get my homework question before I get good morning. <laughs> hey? G'day, everyone. Yes, yeah, we're getting a little too familiar, A lot of good we? news around tonight, today, mm-hmm. um, even though Ayla's not a good good news story. No, won the first set. Uh, and we'll hear from Brett Phillips. We'll hear from Brett Phillips early today. Yes, uh, Ayla won the first set, but yeah. just couldn't hang on. Lost Gosh. a group of games through that second set uh, and uh, that cost her dearly. But, yes, Kyrgios is through, and uh, we've got the dream semi. Uh, Rafa took four, nearly four and a half hours to subdue Taylor Fritz. He suffered from abdominal pain. Uh, there's all sorts of rumours swirling about what his future is long-term in tennis, whether oh. he does have any future. <laughs> hey, <Well>, Rafa. Yeah. <laughs> his future long-term. Well, I mean, longest term <laughs> till the end of the year. That's one more game. Yeah. But uh, abdominal, it's pain, not strain. Yep. You think? It's tummy. Well, you're the doctor. No. Well, is it is it muscular or is it uh, stomach? That I don't know. No. The, you know, so I'm worried about him being able to compete uh, if it's uh, muscular. Um, and I'd like, if he pulls out, let's say he, he doesn't play the semifinal, Taylor Fritz should be allowed to come in. Is that a, <laughs> no. It's not that way, is it? No, that won't happen. No, um, I know. It's a ridiculous thing. And I don't think Rafa will pull out. I mean, look what he went through at the French. Yes. So, yeah, no, he, he won't pull out. But look, uh, with Kyrgios, it, like, it or, like him or love him or hate him, uh, it's a wonderful story for Australian tennis that we've got someone through to a semi-final again at the, the world's biggest tournament. And he was quite emotional. An amazing atmosphere out here again. Uh, I just never thought I'd be at a semi-final of a Grand Slam. Honestly, I thought my ship had sailed. Obviously, um, you know, I didn't go about things great earlier in my career and may have wasted that little window. But, you know, just um, I'm really proud of the way that I've just come back out here and, and with my team and just to be able to put on a performance. Seems his shoulder held up well. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't seem to have uh, hurt him. He's, he's battled through the third set. And so that was good and a nice little challenge, but not too much. Yep. So he's fresh as going into a semi. So he's beaten the Chilean, Christian Garen, 6 4 6 3 7 6. Um, really only battled with his own team, uh, verbally sparring with them. He, yeah. yeah, he was quite well behaved as far as officials and opponents were concerned today. So he's getting raps for that. He was asked afterward, though, I mean, looks at his, look at his box, his dad and his girlfriend and his physio there, but uh, no coach. 
Uh, I, I don't have a coach. I would never put that burden on someone. Um, <laughs> but um, each and every one of my team plays in a very important role. Um, I feel like I know no one knows my tennis better than I do. Um, you know, I've been playing this sport since I was seven, and to the semi-final of a Grand Slam, I'm, I'm pretty happy. So it's okay if he says it, right? So. Who, what he's always barked up and, you know, and bristled up at is when someone suggests you might be wasting this window of your career, mm. you know, or, you know, would it be a difficult thing to be your coach, Nick? And, you know, he's always bristled <laughs> up with that sort of stuff, but now he's saying it, that's, it's okay. Mm. So, but I agree with that. I think, I think they are overcoached and, and in tennis, I guess, is it, immediate strategy that's not working for you out there that, that you need coaches for? Mm. Well, you've got to work that out yourself, haven't you? You're not allowed to get it from your box. I'll tell you what, when you look at the stats, I'm just it's sinking in now. It's been a long time. Well, we know Ash has carried the game for so long and you know winning three grand slams. But you look on the men's side, we had a chat to Paddy Rafter earlier this week and we realised what he did, won two US Opens, made two Wimbledon finals. But, yeah, our first men's Grand Slam semi-finalist since Leighton in 2005. So it's been a long time. And, again, oh. tennis doesn't have a bar of it, that they're not doing enough. Mm. You know, surely they can do more. I'm, I've always marvelled at why we don't have a training complex in the middle of Europe. You know, a, a block of units, uh, an accessible set of courts, Kia sponsors the Australian Open, a fleet of Kia cars, and out you go. Get, get around Europe and play many, many more tournaments and start to develop some performance. Mm. But tennis haven't done anything about it, even though there's a lot of money coming into that Australian Open. So Nick uh, was also elaborating on the uh, the changing of approach. <laughs> is it too late? Maybe it's not too late. Maybe he is destined for a Grand Slam. We've got to remember that Djokovic and Nadal both remain in this tournament. But there's hope. I mean, look, I think my, my mental performance against Tsitsipas was amazing. Um, you know, given the fact that which, with everything going on um, in that match and I was still able to maintain good level and that competitiveness, I felt like that was almost the most difficult, you know, because a lot of things could have taken my focus away. But against obviously today, I was not expecting Garin to have that level of tennis on the grass courts. Obviously, we know how capable he is on the other surfaces, but my God, that forehand return is going to give me nightmares. I came out first game and he hit like three winners off my serve and I feel like I've got one of the best serves in the world and I was like, this guy's good. <laughs> he oh. lost the first nine points, you know. Yeah. Oh, so you didn't want, as an Aussie, you didn't want to be watching the start of the match. Well, I was. Straight to bed. I was. <laughs> and, man, they were smashing it. And <laughs> Garin was matching it for sure and <laughs> it, it was good. I, I must have drifted, dozed. I heard Rybakina. Uh, start to come good in the second set of mm. that game with Ayla Tomlanovic. Uh, and I sort of must have fallen asleep. And I woke up. I got lucky and woke up and saw the start of Kyrgios. And yeah, there was some pressure on. I thought, oh, this is going to be good. Um, but then, and then woke up this morning to the Nadal news. Yeah, well, I kept up. sort of waking up and checking my phone for scores. Right so a quarterfinal in the future in many, many uh, majors should be. Th- Games like Kyrgios and Taylor Fritz, you know, imagine that fireworks. There's mm. going to be balls flying everywhere off the serves. So when he got to his press, I mean, he he, he was the, the darling when he did that courtside interview and he got depressed, but obviously there was the question about 
the summons that is hanging over his head is uh, due to appear court in court in the ACT on August 2. And naturally, there are questions about that. Look, uh, I understand you want me to give you the answers, but I've, I, can't, I can't speak any more on the issue. Did you know before Wimbledon started or did you learn yesterday like the rest of us? I am... Um, do you want me to sound like a broken record? Oh, just. He just reverted back to the broken record comment rather than just sort of yeah, yesterday, mate. Mm. Uh, same as you. Yeah, it was uh, a little bit disappointing. Uh, Ola Tomlianovic was asked about it as well. Now, she went out with Nick oh, you know, five or six years ago for a couple of years. and uh, She basically brushed the questions off but did say that she had never experienced any, you know, well, I suppose violence in that relationship or any antagonism while she was going out with him. She handled it with uh, a heap of class. Um, Kyrgios was asked about him maturing. Uh, maybe that wasn't asked after the Sitsipas match, but uh, look, his last two performances, uh, yeah. round, round of 16 and quarterfinals. In the last um, week, Nick. You think you've matured? Well, in the last in the last seventy two <laughs> hours, <laughs> how much have you grown up in but the last seventy two hours? He has done well the last two. I just feel like I'm more mature. You know, I think early in my career, if I made a third, fourth, or quarterfinals, I'd be you know on my phone a lot. I would be engaging online a lot. Um, you know, would be keen to go out to dinner and 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 explore or just do just do things to kind of you know not not necessarily soak in you know the achievement, but just you know, not conservatively just go back to my house at Wimbledon with my team and just put my feet up and get treatment and eat and get good rest. Um, I think everyone has the same goal in my team. That's why it's working. You know, we all know what we've come here to do. Um, you know, I, I made it pretty known to them that I wanted to go pretty deep here and, and, and possibly even raise the trophy. So can you sense the surprise in his yeah. planning and strategy? Jeez, I can't believe it. We've done it. Yeah, from that sl first slice of audio that we had, when this was on, on the on-court interview. He said, hey, he said, I thought the ship had sailed. Yeah. So let me get through to a semi-final of a Grand Slam. You know, and he hit the deck, I think, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, was, he was quite emotional. He <laughs> said he was very close to tears. I wasn't there for the interview. He's he's good, too good to hit the deck winning a quarterfinal. Mm. So he's just got to get that into his body next and uh, that, that confidence and belief that Ayla is probably lacking. Yeah, hey, well, that's that's all the tennis. I mean, it's been fantastic. We've got Brett Phillips coming up very shortly. Big show lined up today. Um, have a guess who we've got after seven. We promised it earlier in the week. Don't tell me that, mate. I'm your partner. I know. <laughs> Eddie Jones. Yeah. Yeah, welcome back, Eddie. A legend. Yeah. yeah I was going through his stats yesterday. Um, he's coached on four continents. <laughs> and he, he's his his record is just unbelievable. Yeah, I, I, I want to ask him, um, and it's a question I've asked Wayne Bennett. You know, when we do our speaking gigs and things like that, how do you change the message? How do you have a new message when you've been doing it for so long? And I mean, he's been with England now what seven years? Yeah, I think twenty fifteen, I reckon. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and you'd know that. I mean, you've been within high, the absolute elite level of cricket for a long, long time. I mean. I suppose it's not the same for a cricket coach to have to change the message just to get you blokes mentally right to go out and play. A well, test Langer match. did, didn't he? Langer yeah. had to do it. Yeah. And, and he, with Tim Payne, I guess it starts with small groups and the staff, but, you know, first of all, it starts with the staff. Mm. You know, do we believe in this? What do we think where we've got to go? Do we believe in it right now? How do we deploy it? How do we get it into the minds of all our players as to what we're going to do in the, the next t how long?
12 yeah. months? Is it six months? Is it one tour at a time? And, and work slowly on it. So, yeah, well, you know, these big squads, these big rugby squads must be really incredibly hard to get a message through. Yeah, the man management. Exactly and, right. And then continue training that message. Because you know the player turnover. You know yeah. how many injuries there are. And are they going out of the squad? Are they staying in the squad, the non-players? Oh, you cart around about 40 players. Yep. If you've got a question for Eddie, uh, we're happy to listen to it. Brighton Homes open line is open and up and running this morning, 13 13 55, or that Becker Watt Lawyers text line, 0467 736 736 at 6.15 here on SENQ, Breakfast with Pat and Heels. Hey, can I give you a quick hint on the makings of an exclusive? Oh, yes, you can. We had exclusive shots of Reese Walter arriving in Queensland yesterday. Yes, righto. Now, I could tell you that it was hours and hours of working the phones and, and, and devoted journalism. Yes, you could. But that's not right, Heels. I know. <laughs> Our Gold Coast crew happened to be at, at the airport. It's what, not the, Kilgar, the it's East. Balinga. They keep telling me it's at Balinga, okay? So they're at the airport uh, at the coast. And they're, they're, it's a general news story that they were doing, I think, on airports, to tell you the truth. And uh, a lady has approached them and said, oh, what are you guys doing here with your camera? And I said, oh, you know, we're, we're waiting to get an international arrival flight, you know, just to show them coming through the international arrival. She said, oh, she said, well, get a shot of my son coming through. Uh, he's coming in from Auckland very shortly. And, you know, uh, sitting beside him is Reese Walsh. Mm. <laughs> Obviously not wearing a mask either. Uh, no, he, he had a mask on when he came on through, but, yes, uh, he was. I don't think he was all that delighted to see us. We'll go mm. more into, uh, into what's happening with the Bronx uh, very shortly. But, yeah, look, we've got a, a great show lined up. Uh, we, we've got one of the legends too. Uh, the mule, David Hosking, is joining us. He's going to be a proud dad because Zach's about to make his debut for the Bronx as well. Hey, uh, it's uh, six, almost 6.17. Traffic and weather next with Vanessa. And Vanessa has joined us uh, in the studio. Morning, Vanessa. Good oh, morning, hello. Vanessa. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How morning. is it in there, compiling and reading all those news? Oh, it's busy. You know, the news never stops, does it? No. No, you're doing great. <laughs> Sounds good. And I think Brixie's been working on your own special intro, hasn't he? Breakfast with Pat and Heels on 693 SENQ. Traffic and weather together. Look at that. Fancy. <laughs> Very fancy, isn't it? <laughs> well, let's get into it. At Chermside West, there are lights flashing this morning on Maundrell Terrace at Hamilton Road. That's affecting both directions. We've got a few emergency roadworks happening this morning. Milton Road at Orkinflower, Gympie Road at Kedron, as well as both ways affecting Old Cleveland Road at Camp Hill and Cooparoo. Uh, there was a stationary vehicle affecting the Pacific Motorway around the Brisbane City area, but that has now been cleared. Today's forecast we're looking mostly sunny with a top of 23 degrees, sunny for the rest of the week as well, with tops staying around 20. I was very impressed with not only that read, Vanessa, but <laughs> your Lions stump heels question yesterday. Oh, what did you think? You were think? one of three that got it right. Okay, yeah. Because Hodgie wouldn't have got it either. Did you hear Hodgie later in the show? No, he, I didn't hear that he, bit. We had to really hint him and, okay, and goad okay. him into the Zorko. It was tricky. Yeah, yeah, that was a tricky. So question. the last three separate mm. winners of the goal scorer of the year for the Brisbane Lions. Yeah. And the, it was Charlie Cameron. He's done it three times. Yes. Eric Hipwood, 2018, long oh, time ago. I know, eh? I know. Is he that old? And then Dane Zorko yeah. with 23 goals. That's yeah, all. I know. Unbelievable. So Hodgie wasn't even going to get that yeah. one, but you did. Yes. Well, who for this year? Joe Danaher? We hope so. No, Maybe. I think Charlie's ahead of him already. Charlie? Joe yeah. kicks more each 
like kicks every game, yes, goals yes, every game. But Charlie, when he when he's on, he kicks, kicks more bag. and he yeah. gets in front, doesn't he? <laughs> yes. So I'll, I'll say Charlie for a fourth. Okay. I'm going, Joe. Right, mm-hmm. are you out there Sunday? Yes, I'll be there. Yep, can't wait for you the game. You love going to the game, don't you? I love it. <laughs> I how, love it. How much will we beat them by? Do you think? What's uh, your tip? Yeah, I'm going to go for a six goal win, thirty six points. Righto, we'll mm. take that. All right, it's six nineteen here. Breakfast with Patton Hills. Sorry about the noise. My neighbour's sanding his deck. My motto, don't work on your deck, play on it. Life's good with a Trex deck. Low maintenance with a 25-year residential warranty. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.